Hey friends, before we start the show, I want to invite you to check out my brand new free training all about how you can start your own freelance business from home. In this completely free one hour training, I am going to share with you exactly how I was able to leave my full-time teaching job and replace my income by freelancing and how you can do the same thing too. We're going to talk about how you can find skills that you already have and what services you can offer, as well as what you need to actually get started today. So you can go check out my brand new free training. It's my gift to you at aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. That's aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. And we will link that up in the show notes for you. All right, now let's go ahead and dive on into the show. Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited for today's episode. I know that you are going to love this episode. It's a super tactful episode. And trust me when I tell you that this is definitely going to apply to you and your business, but I am going to be sharing, I have five ways, five ways of how I was able to grow my TikTok following for my business. I use TikTok specifically for my business, for my coaching and educating business, but how I was able to grow it from zero to 23,000 followers in four months. I'm gonna be sharing all of those secrets with you, five ways, get out your pen and paper and let's dive on into today's episode. Welcome to the Freelancer to CEO podcast. This is the podcast for overwhelmed freelancers who are ready to simplify and scale their business so they can earn more and stress less. I'm your host, Aubrey Malik, and I'm a former elementary teacher who launched my own freelancing business, and now I want to share all my secrets with you. Each week, I'll be sharing business strategy, systems, and tactical tips that you can take into your business today so you can finally step into that CEO role you desire. Let's dive on into the show. All right, I'm first going to tell you that I am by no means a TikTok guru or a genius or a super fan of all things TikTok and the algorithm. I'm not claiming to have cracked any type of code, but what I am going to be sharing is my success, my results, and what worked for me. Now, there could be someone else out there that can tell you something completely different and their way could be just as great as my way. I mean, I'm sure there's some overlap in what we found, but I started out on TikTok in February of 2021 and I needed to refresh my marketing. We did a podcast episode all about that, about sometimes when your marketing is feeling lackluster or just not working for you. I felt like Instagram had done okay for me, but I wasn't seeing the type of results that I was wanting from that social media platform and I felt like I was pouring a lot of energy into it and I just wasn't seeing the benefits for me. Again, each person has their own success and their own story and there is someone out there who can be killing it on Instagram. But for me, I just wasn't loving what I was doing on the platform anymore. I didn't feel just super excited about it. I didn't feel jazzed up about it. When I got on Instagram and felt like I had to post or I had to get on stories, I just wasn't feeling great about doing that. So I took some time and I reflected and I looked at my strategy and I decided, you know what? I'm just gonna try TikTok. I'm gonna give it a solid go. I'm going to experiment with it. Anytime you know me, if you've been following me for a while, you know that anytime that I set out to do something new, I always, always, always view it as an experiment. I'm going to put my hypothesis in place. I'm going to test it out. And by viewing it as an experiment, it kind of takes the pressure off you to 
have this be, you know, the end all be all. And I was just going to put myself out there and try. And I just told myself, I'll give, my, I'll give myself 30 days, 30 days of just posting on TikTok and being consistent with it and see what happens. And it was slow to start for sure. And I think I was just reaching my 30 day mark. And I'm like, all right, this isn't working for me. Nothing's really happening. And then we really started to build momentum. So I'm going to share five things that I did five strategies that you can use, five tips that you can use if this is something that you want to use. Again, I'm not trying to say that you have to be on all the places. I'm very intentional. When I started doing TikTok, something had to go and that something that had to go was Clubhouse for me. I know that Clubhouse was very popular back at the beginning of the year. Everybody was on it. There are still people that are on it and there are still people who say that Clubhouse is the end all be all and you have to be on there. And I'm not saying one way or the other, I'm not saying one platform is better than the other, but what I am saying is when I decided I was going to give TikTok a solid go and I was going to be consistent with it and start to implement that into my marketing strategy, I knew I couldn't be on all the platforms. So I decided to take a break from Clubhouse for a few reasons, and this isn't even something I thought I was going to get into, but I'll just share that. Um, I felt like I was on Clubhouse a lot because everything was live. You had to be live in there. It was taking up a lot of times. I felt like I was around my kids and I had uh, an AirPod in my ear at all times so that I could be listening to the conversation, so that I could be in the room, so I could raise my hand when it was time. And I just, I felt like the boundary was really getting crossed for me on that life work balance that I felt like I had a pretty good handle on beforehand. So that's why I decided to try TikTok because I knew what I could do is I could batch out my content. I could, you know, take some time. I could schedule some time into my schedule to record a bunch of videos and kind of have an idea of what those videos would look like. And then throughout the week, I could slowly drip them out, which meant that I was getting more bang for my buck as far as time goes. So anyways, Clubhouse went to the wayside and I said, okay, I'm going to set up spending all this time on Clubhouse. Let's try TikTok. And here are the five things that I did because like I said, it was slow to start. It wasn't an overnight success, but you know, what I have found on TikTok is that definitely can happen. There are people who will, you'll see these videos that will come up on your For You page, which is, which is basically like an explore page. It's like your feed where you can view different videos and the videos are typically curated to your interests and to your likes, but you will see videos that are coming up there that you go to the actual profile of that person and they only have one video. And these video, this video could have over a million views. So it can happen, but that definitely was not the case for me. My first probably 20, 30 videos had, each video probably had maybe 100 views at first. And I think one thing that was helpful for me in keeping me encouraged in the process. Again, like I said, it was an experiment and I set out to try it for 30 days, regardless of what happened, regardless of how many views. But I I kind of shifted the thought process in my head instead of saying, oh my gosh, this video only got 100 views. Um, I would say, wow, that's 100 more people or 100 more times that my content would have been viewed this week if I hadn't have posted anything. So kind of just reframing that in your mind and not looking at the negative piece or looking at someone else's page and thinking, oh my gosh, they have so many views. Um, I kind of reframed it in my mind and said, you know what, like if 15 people got to see that this week, then that's 15 more people that maybe I could impact. So so that's just one little tip that I would give you. But let's get let's dive into these strategies because I know that's why you're here for you. You're like, give me the tacticals, Aubrey, like tell me exactly what did you do 
to grow this. Again, my following is by no means big. There are people on there who have over 100,000 followers. I have 23,000 followers. I think all 23,000 followers of them are great. I don't know. Again, it's one of those things where it's like, it seems kind of surreal to have that growth over there. Um, But like I said, it it did happen for me with consistency. So I just want to share what I did. So the first thing that I would tell you is, if you're on there and you're looking to grow it for your business, there are people on there who have the, their platforms, their followings on there for many different reasons. Some people are on there to make people laugh. Some people are on there just to post you know, their life happenings. Some people are on there to share mom tips or meal planning tips. There's, there's all kinds, there's a niche on there for every single person. But if you're looking to grow your freelancing business using TikTok, you have to create content that is specific to whatever your service is, whatever your business is. And that's what I did. I knew that I wanted to grow my following and to educate people and to let people know about my coaching side of my business. That's what I decided I was going to use TikTok for. Um, And so I created niche content in three major categories. So I would create content about growing your freelancing business. I I would create how to, so how to grow your business, how to start your business. I, I would create inspiring content. So I would inspire people by sharing my story, sharing you know what I did, how I left the classroom. I would also share educational content. So I would share things just educating them about the freelancing space like, What kind of services can you offer and what types of programs could you use? And that was really helpful for people coming to my page because they knew, and it's the same way with this podcast, they came to my TikTok page and they knew either, yes, I'm going to learn something from this, I want to learn this, I'm going to stay here, or coming to my page and realizing, yeah, I'm not really interested in it and that's fine. Um, I don't need all the followers in the world. I want the people following me who actually want to learn how to grow and scale their own freelancing business. So that's the type of content that I created. So I want you to think about that for yourself if this is something that you're interested in growing and scaling as well. Think about your service. How can you educate uh, your potential clients, who you would want coming to your TikTok page? How could you educate them? How could you inspire them? How could you help them? How could you give them quick wins? That's the type of content you want to be posting. Now, I will say that I did post some funny content here and there. I like being creative, so I would post some things that were not just about virtual assistants and freelancing and all that stuff, but that content did not do as well as my other type of content that was really targeted to my target market because those were the type of people who were following my page. That's what they were there for. That's what they wanted to learn more about. So having that consistent, targeted content creating so that it's it's about your business, it's about what you're doing, it's about helping your ideal client. Think about who your ideal client is and what they would want to see from you. And that's exactly what I did. So that's step number one. Um, and, and just to kind of give you a side tangent on this, um, because some people, I will have some people who ask me, you know, how do you come up with all these ideas? How do you stay creative? A lot of the times I took content that I had already created and I repurposed and reused that in my TikTok videos. So TikTok videos, they do have some longer videos now, but you know, but for a long time, the length of a TikTok video was 60 seconds. So a lot of times people don't encourage you to do these super long TikTok videos. So 
a lot of people will say 15 seconds or less. So in 15 seconds, there's only so much that I could pack into a 15 second clip. So I was able to take a lot of the content that I had already created on the podcast or with blog posts or with my Instagram captions that I had spent a lot of time doing. And I was able to take little pieces of those and put them into a TikTok video. So I wasn't reinventing the wheel again. You know that I'm all about working smarter, not harder. So I was taking existing content and turning it into smaller micro content. Um, And a lot of times things that I had created, like maybe one podcast episode, I could break that up into five different videos. So I was able to repurpose a lot of the stuff that I already had. So that's another tip or strategy that you can use for creating your TikTok content. The second thing that I did was I created a schedule of consistent posting. So I decided how many times do I want to post a day? Now there are Plenty of people out there that say you have to post this many times or post this amount of times or do this. I don't think that there's a magic number. I don't think that if you're posting five times a day and no more, no less, then that's going to make your TikTok grow quicker than someone else who's posting only two videos. I think whatever you decide you can actually do. So if you say, you know, I can only post two videos a day, that's really all I can do. I don't think that there's a magic number. Like I said, whatever you decide to post, then you just need to make sure that you are being consistent with it. So don't post two videos today and then come back 10 days later and post five videos and then come back a week later and post two more videos and think that that's really going to help your TikTok to grow. If you want to consistently grow your TikTok, you need to be providing value to the people who follow you. You need to give them a reason why they should keep coming to your page, why should they should be checking back in with you to see if you posted any new content, why other people should be coming to your page. So like I said, whatever you decide is the number for you and what you want to do for your schedule on posting content, just stick to it. If you can only commit to two times per day, or even if you can only commit to one time per day, posting one time per day consistently every single day, as opposed to posting twice and then ghosting your entire following, you know, no matter how many followers you have, whether you have 10, whether you have 10,000, whether you have 100,000, if you really want to grow your TikTok, you have to be willing to be consistent with it and letting your followers know that they can expect to come back to your page and see new content. So for me, I was posting usually three to five times a day. Um, That's what worked for me. And like I said, I created a pretty great schedule where I was batching things out and I was only really recording twice, maybe three times per week. And I would get a bunch of sounds that I knew I wanted to record. So I would kind of build up this sound track basically. And then I would do my hair and makeup or I would get ready and I would record videos in one chunk of time. And then like I said, I could drip those out. And then, you know, a few days later, I would do that process again. Um, So that's what worked for me. Like I said, there's no magic number. It's not like if you post three times per day, you're definitely going to grow too. I would just say whatever you decide to do, stick with it, be consistent with it so that your following, however big or small, knows that they can come back to your page and learn more from you and find out more about what you do and what you have to offer. The third thing that I did in the very beginning was I responded to every comment. I was very consistent about that. Now that my following has grown, a lot of the times I get a lot of the same comments. So what I will do is I will create video responses to it so I can 
reach out to the masses as opposed to each individual. But when I was first growing my following, that first 30, 60 days, I was responding to every single comment. It was something that I prided myself on because I wanted to make sure that I showed up for my audience. If they were commenting on my videos, if they were saying, wow, I love this, this was helpful. If they were answering questions, I wanted to make sure that they felt seen and heard too. And I wanted to let them know that I appreciated them coming on to my video and commenting. That meant a lot to me because if you get likes and comments, that pushes your content out to more people. So I wanted to let them know that they weren't just commenting and that comment was gonna go unseen. I wanted them to know that I would respond to their comments. So I did that, I showed up for my audience, I answered their questions. Sometimes I would take their questions and turn it into a TikTok. Those comments were actually helping me create content too. So that was another really great thing, but I responded to my comments. That's the third thing that I did that I really feel like helped me to grow my following. Because there would be some people who would comment and say, well, does she ever respond? And it's like, yes, it's me. I'm here responding. I'm gonna answer your question. I'm gonna help you out. So that's the third thing. So I created targeted content for my business and what I wanted people to learn about my business. I created a schedule so that I could consistently post on my TikTok. And then the third thing was I responded to comments. The fourth thing that I did, and this is going to take you some time because you have to have a thousand followers on TikTok in order to be able to go live. And that did take me some time. I should find the actual date of when I reached that 1000 followers. But as soon as I got a thousand followers, I went live. And there would be sometimes where I would be on live and I would be talking to no one. There'd be sometimes when I'd be on live and I'd be talking to one person. Then it grew and now, again, my following knows that I show up for them consistently on live. But that's something that I did because when you're on live, it actually, again, I don't know for sure all the TikTok algorithm, but what I have found is when I go live, my content is pushed out to more people's FYP pages, which stands for the For You pages, basically like the main feed and more people are able to find out about me. And again, it builds a relationship. I'm not just trying to grow my TikTok following to get as many people over there as I can. I want people to know that this is a place where they can learn how to grow and scale and maybe leave their job. I want them to know that this is a place where they can learn more about how to create a different career other than the nine to five job that they have. I want moms to know that. So I want to go live and let them know that it's not just some person who's posting TikToks on the other side, that I'm a real person and that I want to talk to them and I want to help them. So I went live as soon as I reached 1,000 followers and now I go live daily over there. Maybe you found me from TikTok and you're over here now listening to the podcast because I let you know that this was another resource, a place that you could learn for free to help you with your freelancing business. So that's something that I did that I really do feel like helped me to grow because every time I did get off live, I had a influx of new followers, of new people viewing my content and wanting to follow me because they wanted to learn more. And the last thing that I did that I really do feel like helped me grow my following over on TikTok is that I had a link that would push my potential followers or the people who were following me to a resource that I wanted them to go to. So for a lot of people, I was helping them start their business. So I had used the link in my bio on TikTok to help them start their business. That was the resource that I provided for them. For you, for freelancers, that could be a link to book a call with you or a link to your services page to let them know what you offer. Um, But that's definitely something that you could use. So I wanted to continue on the relationship past just 
the TikTok. And I also did that in my lives too. When I would go live, I would let them know, hey, there are other places that you can hang out with me. If you're loving the stuff that you're seeing me post on TikTok, I also have a podcast. I have a free Facebook community. So I let them know that there was other ways that they could learn from me, that there was other ways that I could support them and help them. Um, You will have people who just want to learn the free stuff from you and that's totally fine. I think that that's definitely something that they are going through and they're still on the customer journey with you. They're just not at a place where they're ready to take that next leap with you, which is to invest with you and that's fine. That's 1000% fine. Um, and then you also have people who are who come to your page, they love everything you have to offer, and they're like, yes, I want this person to help me with Pinterest. I want this person to help me grow my podcast. I want this person to design my website. Whatever it is that you offer, and you definitely want to have a link for them so that if they're ready to take that next step with you, they can. So those are the five ways that I grew my TikTok following for my business. Again, like I said, I'm not an expert. I'm sharing exactly what I did. There are no secrets here. I don't feel like I did any kind of secret formula. I just learned about the platform. I created content specifically for the people I wanted to follow me. I was consistent with it with my schedule. I went live and I answered questions and I was there for my community because I wanted them I wanted to thank them for even just following me because it grew quickly. Four months, I think, is a pretty quick growth. I'm sure there's people who grow to a million a lot faster, but for me, it was great growth, and I wanted to let my audience know that I thanked them for being a part of this journey, and I wanted to support them and answer their questions and just create content that really helped them. So if TikTok is something that you're interested in doing, if you feel comfortable getting behind the camera, again, that was something that took some time. Now, I, I'm, a lot of times I will record a TikTok video and it's my first try and I just run with it. I don't worry about it being perfect because I know that my audience doesn't care if my hair looks great or if I mess up on a dance move. They just want the content that I'm creating. They want helpful content that helps them grow and scale their business. So that's what I provide for them. So if you haven't already yet, definitely go check out my TikTok. Um, I told, I made a joke, one of the funny, and I'm doing like air quotes here, one of the funny videos that I created was that when um, when people in my real life find out about my TikTok, which um, my mom recently found out about my TikTok, someone that she works with was on TikTok and I showed up on her For You page. So she was showing my mom her TikTok and of course my mom had her giggles and she thinks it's great, but you know, I was like, oh, oh, people from my real life are finding about my TikTok. I got to delete it. But um, I just, I love showing up there. And it, the confidence came with practice. Like I said, the first couple videos that I did, I probably recorded them 500 times. But I've, like I said, I've realized that it's more about creating that valuable content for them. And it's not about having the perfect video out there. So thank you so much for listening today. I hope this was helpful. If you are going to give TikTok a try, like I said, definitely give me a follow over there on TikTok so you can kind of get a feel for what I've done and what that looks like. Um, But send me a DM and let me know if this is something that you're interested in, if it's something that you're going to try. And if it is, like I said, remember, view it as an experiment. Don't put all this pressure on yourself that you have to have this massive growth or that you have to have the same growth that I did. Just view it as a fun experiment and a way to reach a different audience and to educate people about your service. So hopefully this was helpful and I will catch you in the next episode. 
Thank you for choosing to spend some time with me today. I appreciate you so much. If you haven't yet, I would love it if you would leave me a review on iTunes and share this episode in your Instagram stories and tag me. By sharing and reviewing, you can help spread the message so we can reach more entrepreneurs who are ready to scale their business to new heights. I will see you in the next episode.